Go home. Go home. Go home. Welcome to episode 94 of the Go Home Show. I'm your host, Eric Bedore, along with my co-host, techie partner, best friend, Brian Abishakar. Brian. How's it going? How? No. I ask. Uh, you have to wait. No. You you don't... I intro you, and then you say, and then we go, it's a riff. Okay. Take two. All right. All right, guys, and welcome to episode 94 of the Go Home Show. I'm your host, Eric Bedore, along with my co-host, techie partner, best friend, Brian Abishakar. Brian. Yes. How you doing today? I'm good. There you go. We Nailed it! How Second time's the charm. Doing all right. I'm right <laughs> as rain. We're knocking it out, and uh, we're live. Yes. Twitch.tv slash Mega64 Podcast. Once again. Uh, live, trying to come to you live every Tuesday at 7.45 p.m. at Twitch.tv slash Mega64 Podcast. If you want to watch this live, you can. Uh, if you don't, that's fine, too. Uh, there's a video version, YouTube.com slash Eric Bedore, where you can see us sit on a couch uh, in front of a California flag where we talk about professional wrestling, and here we are. We did it. Uh, almost 100 episodes. Wow. Uh, some might say too many. I would be, probably be one of those people, but okay. who can say? Who can never be sure? Not me. Who can... But, there you have it. I can never be sure. Brian can never be sure. Uh-uh. I'm like Mr. Burns with ketchup and ketchup. <clears throat> ketchup? 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 Who can ketchup. never be sure? <laughs> 94 episodes and, it, and still making Simpsons references. Not above it. Uh-uh. Welcome. Uh, Brian, how has your week of professional wrestling been? It has been, uh, pretty good. Yeah? Uh, seeing some people down in Texas for PAX South. You down in Tejas? Yeah, seeing, uh, seeing a lot of Brock Lesnar shirts. Down in Tejas? Yep. Uh, Finn Balor has a hoodie. Uh, it's got the Balor Club uh-huh. logo, which is the BC. Down in Tejas? Yeah, and then the Balor Club logo on the back. Uh-huh. I didn't know they made hoodies. Uh-huh. Uh, met a guy who was around, uh, during the Von Erichs. So definitely went to the sportatorium. That's awesome. Uh, hadn't watched wrestling in about 30 years, so I talked to him about what Ooh, he thought what, what wrestling was, was like. Yeah, what, what's his take? What did he, he like? He thought it was pretty exciting right now, and I guess... It has to be so much faster. Uh-huh. Na- like, wrestling in the 70s is like... Not the same. No. You think that, that, like, you know, like when you watch a match and you go, oh, that's slow. Go back and watch some 70s wrestling. It's like a drop kick was a finish. Yep. It's like, damn, man, that's pretty crazy. And the Von Erichs, too. Yeah. Down the Sportatorium, that's really cool. Yep. Yeah, wow. he, was, he was telling me how he remembered watching them and, like, all the old guys from the Territory days, and then he just kind of fell out of it, and mm-hmm. something brought him back, uh, and, and I don't know what, but he just uh, he just got back on it. And oh, that's cool. Didn't know about Kevin Owens, but... Now he thinks he's really cool. Oh, he likes Kevin Owens? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's cool. Yep. So so I told him how I used to watch him wrestle in a Jewish community center <laughs> in uh, Los Feliz or however it said. Los Feliz! Uh, and um, and he was uh, he was still not too sold on him uh, overall, but I think he really appreciated the uh, the character. I just, I just remembered I wanted to show this. Oh, Jesus Christ. This can be the main event of a pay-per-view in the next couple of years in WWE. It can. I have a paper, a flyer, from PWG, and the main event is Kevin Steen against AJ Styles for the PWG Championship. Like, man. I I mean, I I have these, I have like a couple of these, and I I threw away a lot of them, and I really regret throwing away a lot of them. That was like a long time ago when I was moving and everything. Mm -hmm. Um, But, man, 
that was the main event. Like, we saw that mm-hmm. live in person for, like, $12. Yeah, I think it was, like... I, I, I don't even think it was 20 I don't think it was 20 It says 15 Yeah, so there you go. It's 15 bucks, And it was... It, was, it yeah. wasn't like, oh, you gotta pay extra for, like, front row. It was 15 because everywhere you sat was 15 Yep. And getting front row seats, pretty easy. Yep. We got there a little early. We were good to go. We get there, like, a couple hours early. Yep. And then there was a good... Um, there was a good number of people outside yep. who would just hang out. And that was in 2005, I think. Uh, Chris Daniels and Chris yeah. Hero was another match. I mean, Jesus Christ. This is crazy. Chris Bosch and Scott lost against El Generico and Human Tornado. Super Dragon, Joey Styles, TJ Perkins, Disco Machine, Excalibur, SoCal, Val, Quicksilver, Los Luchas, Top Gun, Tower, Hook, Bombery, and Davey Richards. Davey Richards is listed last. <laughs> crazy. Crazy. It's, what's crazy is how different AJ Styles looks. But but it's funny because he does. I mean, he looks. He's considerably younger here. Mm-hmm. Considerably. But at the same time, like, not that different. Mm-mm. I mean, he looks like AJ Styles, and it's just I don't know. It's crazy how Kevin Steen looks. Well, yeah, he was like twenty. Let's see. Young, 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 young. Uh-huh. Isn't that crazy? Mm-hmm. So that I just nuts to be like, hey. The, the old guy who went like, oh, I want, you know, territories, I watch Von Erichs or whatever. It's yeah. gonna be us. Yeah. He'd be like, oh yeah, I remember when I was like 19 and I went to a Jewish community center in Los Feliz in LA and I watched WWE champion Sami Zayn when he was El Generico. Like, that's gonna, like, yep, dude, that's crazy. And a tag match with Human Tornado yeah. because <laughs> Bosch and Scott lost. <laughs> oh man, that's nuts. That's yep. so nuts. Uh, man, that's really cool. I love when you get to talk wrestling with people who used to watch a lot, like a long time ago. And not like, oh yeah, I liked Hulk Hogan. Like when they go like, oh no, I watched like these territory guys like a long time ago, like Blackjack Mulligan down in Florida and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Speaking of which he's in the hospital and that's very sad. So shouts out Blackjack. Uh, hopefully you're doing okay. Yeah. Uh, there you go. Um, Brian, how else was San Antonio? How was how was Pack South? Pack South was pretty good. Yeah, it was bigger this year. Um, a lot more people came out and uh, had a really good time talking to uh, to everybody who came out and saw us. Mm-hmm. Um, it was uh, it was a good convention. I really like how it's grown. I like that it's taken it easy, unlike uh, unlike some of the other conventions out there right now. Mm-hmm. Just trying to go like, okay, we did good. Let's just like quadruple what we did. Yeah. So uh, it was bigger, but it wasn't like overrun. And, um, and I, I had a great time in the convention. San Antonio still sucks. Uh, <laughs> there's nothing to do in San Antonio. Uh, if you're just staying downtown, you don't have a car. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there are some things to do. Mm-hmm. I, there have to be, but like downtown area, uh-huh. man, if you're not on the river walk it, it, or like some basement bar, it's, it's not happening. Somebody explained to me what the river walk is, mm-hmm. which is just San Antonio went, we got this river, let's dam it, mm-hmm. and then let's just build stuff along the damned river. Mm-hmm. One, that sounds like it would smell. Doesn't. Two, that sounds like a disaster waiting to happen. <laughs> uh, it's kind of like a, a lazy river at um, at like a water park. That's what it feels like to me. It takes over the entire park. Mm-hmm. It's like all over. And it's, like, cool, but not really, like, fun for longer than 10 minutes. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Huh. I mean, and all the restaurants along it are, like, really swanky. Swanky from yeah. Texas. Expensive restaurants. <laughs> uh, Texas swanky. Well, it's all steakhouses and, like... Of course. And, like, <coughs> X-Fusion. So it could be Asian fusion, uh, Italian fusion, whatever. What about Asian-Italian fusion? Uh, they probably have that. Noodles with marinara. Yeah, there you go. Yum. Yep. Yum. Spaghetti. Yum. Ew. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, 
shut up, gross. Uh, <laughs> we went to the food court, and there were three places. One was supposed to be Cajun food, which was Asian food. One was supposed to be Japanese food, which was just Asian food. And then one was supposed to be Chinese, which was just Asian food. And they all served Kool-Aid out of a giant mixer. <laughs> So me and Kevin absolutely both got Kool-Aid because we're children. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's like, hey, you know when you go to the food court? D- delicious San Antonio fair. Mm-mm, gonna get me the purple Kool-Aid. Gross. Oh, my God. Oh, shit. It was, uh... We went to the food court and they had Kool-Aid. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, and then IHOP Express. Oh, gross. I gotta get these pancakes to go. I can't eat these here. What am I, some kind of fucking Neander? No, I'll eat them here in the food court of this mall. <laughs> I gotta roll these pancakes up like a sandwich and run. I have a very important business meeting to go to. Give me the pancakes in my hands. I have a finance meeting at the Alamo. <laughs> Oh, man. Did you go to the Alamo? No. Okay. Our hotel was right behind it, though, so we passed by it every day. I mean, it's nothing, right? It's a fort. Like, who cares? Who gives a shit? I've been to a fort. Fucking cares. Yeah. Uh, There you go. Oh, and you ate at a Fuddruckers. Yep. At the same time, we ate at Fuddruckers. Yep. Kevin and I uh, decided, before we even got (coughs) to each other at the airport, Uh that, uh, well, Garrett's birthday is at a Fuddruckers this year. Um, We're going to be there the same night. At the same... At the same... Time. I don't know how you guys did that. Because we knew what time the party oh was going to be at. And we decided to go. <laughs> because Kevin and I absolutely on the same page about this joke. It fucked us up. We were like, we like stopped and looked around for you. We're like, they're not here, but what the fuck? <laughs> it was really... So I texted, we, we were all in line at... If, uh, Garrett's birthday was recently and, and we he's like, oh, I'm going to have like a bunch of people. Let's just go to records. He gives a shit. Mm-hmm. So we went, and then I'm like, oh, we were all waiting in line. Brian and Kevin aren't here. Let's text them a picture. And then I sent, like, oh, I'm missing you. And then Kevin, a couple minutes later, just texts a picture back of a Fuddruckers that they're in line at. And he just says, "Where we're here. What fucking Fuddruckers are you at? And it was, like, fucking us up. And then, like, they kept texting pictures of, like, we're eating right now. Where are you guys? Oh, uh, well, we just left. See you guys later, I guess. It was like, oh, you really went out of your way to eat at Fuddruckers. It was, hey, it was that close to yeah, the hotel. You, you done, you done fun rucked up. Yep. It, it, <laughs> you couldn't get that right last no, night to save I your could, goddamn no, life. No. You done run fucked up. No, goddammit. <laughs> That's why I don't say it. That's why they don't say it. Oh, man. Yeah, no, we just made it all your fault. That's, that, that, that was, was I thought that decide. was, that was really, really funny that you did that. So that was, that was pretty cool. Yep. And there you have it. There's some talk. Mm-hmm. Oh God, we're ten minutes in. We have so much to cover. Um, oh, uh, uh, Nakamura's coming to NXT Takeover Dallas. Hell yeah! Oh fuck, that's crazy. Yep. I, I mean, like to have Nakamura actually coming to NXT is super nuts. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't understand how he's going there, but goddamn, he's going there. He definitely is, and it's gonna be fucking cool. Yep. I'm just really excited to see what happens with uh with the rest of the guys. Yep. Like, are, are Gallows and Anderson and come in uh, as part of AJ Styles' crew, or are they going to come in as part of Balor Club? Yeah, right? So, I guess we have to wait and see. I'm really excited, though. Nakamura's going to be tearing it up down there. I mean, the main event's going to be Sami Zayn against Nakamura. No matter what they do, everyone's going to say it's match of the year. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
Just because everyone's so excited about yeah, it. Yeah, it's going to be um, it's going to be fun. Uh, again, quickly, Ty Dillinger is injured. Uh, apparently blew out his knee in an NXT event. They had to stop the match. He got taken to the back, and Sami Zayn went like, oh, hey, thanks for coming out, guys. Sorry. <laughs> Damn. Uh, so, it, you know, you know, it was pretty bad if he, um, you know, if he got taken to the back and they had to stop the match. Yeah. Um, apparently it was really, really bad, and we had some fans who were there. <clears throat> um, so that that's that. And then um, lastly, before we kind of jump into everything, uh, Bret Hart was diagnosed with prostate cancer. Uh, he said he's going in this week to get everything looked at, checked out, and see mm-hmm. kind of how it comes through. Apparently, his brother also had it. Um, and uh, so, you know, hopefully, you know, shouts out Bret Hart and best wishes. Yeah. And uh, prostate cancer is one of those things where, you know, you, anytime it's cancer, you don't want to be like, oh, it's okay, because it's cancer. Mm. Prostate cancer is incredibly common in men, mm-hmm. incredibly common in older men. That's why after 40, you have to get checked. Like, mm-hmm. you're supposed to get checked, like, all the time uh like every day like definitely put you know every day yeah. uh get it in there yep. uh no after 40 you know you're supposed to get checked uh once a year and uh you know if it's if it's if it runs in your family you're supposed to get checked more if yeah. it runs in his family he got checked um prostate cancer again very common very common in men over 50 and it's a cancer typically that you die with not die from yeah which is not something you don't ever cancer and die you don't those are those are words you won't you don't, don't want together. Don't, don't put together, typically. Mm. But I think that people don't know. I feel like people don't know much about prostate cancer, and um, you know, it, it it's maybe not something that a lot of people have been affected with, especially you know younger younger men or, or whatever. Mm. But um, it's incredibly common, and and again, it's very slow, and a lot of times you die with it, not from it. Yeah, just so you're aware, you know, it's it's never a good thing because it's prostate cancer yeah but it's treatable and a lot of times you know you die you die before by something <coughs> else of course and so that you know it it happens it's one of those things and so best wishes to Bret Hart Bre- fuck <laughs> Bret Hart shut up shut up best wishes to Bret Hart speedy recovery hopefully everything goes well uh you know it's it's gonna be kind of scary but uh you know, it's yeah. it's one of those things, and we'll see how it goes. So, yeah. Uh, that and that's kind of what's going on in the world of wrestling right now. Mm-hmm. Um, Brian, mm-hmm. how about we get into some wrestling? Yes. How about we get into some next? How about yes. that? Okay. Let's go NXT. Uh, Chaga and J. Joe against Bamf. Yes. Not calling them American Alpha. That name's okay. Chaga and J. Joe, I like more. Me but too. that's just me. What do I? What eh. the fuck do I know? That's all right. Uh, Chad Gable is incredibly fun to watch. Yes, he is. He is fun to watch. He is so incredibly talented. He's hitting arm drags and head scissors out of nowhere, Mm -hmm. and he looks great doing all the spots. The crowd's (laughs) super into it. I thought this was a very fun opening match. Uh, you know, it didn't knock anyone's doors off or whatever. It's, it just kind of like, you know, it was a good tag match. Yeah, it was fun. Uh, I don't know that Blake and Murphy got like almost any offense in in this match. They, they were there strictly to get beat. Yeah, and that that was pretty much it. it. It was so that these guys could have a uh, you know a notch on their belt. They beat a former yeah NXT exactly championship team. again because they because they, they beat the uh, they beat the Ascension last time. Um, yep. uh, Murphy uh, fakes a knee injury. He's holding his knee or whatever, and he's screaming. And the ref goes to check on him. And as he's screaming, he like waves for Blake to go attack. But Chad Gable sees it, and uh, there's deception. And he uh, but Chad Gable 
sees it, fights it off. Buddy Murphy gets up and attacks Chad Gable from behind. And Corey Graves yells, it's a miracle. It's it's a great (laughs) healing power. (laughs) Corey Graves is the reason (coughs) NXT is, is... like so much fun to watch in terms of yep. the commentating so good um so fun so blake and murphy attack chad gable they get heat on gable there's eventually a hot tag to jordan jason jordan comes in hits suplexes all over the place and then immediately tags grand amplitude and that's the end of the match any other notes from that anything that you wanted to bring up i just love the heel work i love that they made themselves despicable against the, you know the shining faces mm-hmm. Corey graves was great support the entire time for bamf and i am excited to get on with the rest of the show because that's a fun way to start NXT. There you have it. Um, Emma and Dana promo with Milkasa in the back. It's not Rich Brennan. I thought it was for a while nope. until he said, no, my name's Alex or whatever. Doesn't matter. Your name's Milkasa. Yep. So uh, Emma and Dana cut a promo. That's it. I don't, nothing that, whatever. Oscar video package. Okay, whatever. Uh, Nia Jax with Eva against Liv Morgan. It's a squash. Anything? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Carmella and, uh, and Enzo and Cass backstage cutting a promo. Carmella cuts an gay promo. Enzo cuts the promo of the week. Absolutely. He fucking tears it up on the microphone. I, this guy's God. in, cr- he out talks everyone. If The Rock wasn't on Raw, like the previous week or whatever, mm. you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to say promo of the week. I liked it better than The Rock's promo i agree the rocks promo was all over the place and, and it was wacky and everything like that week i mm-hmm. think his i think enzo's promo was to the point mm-hmm. he had a lot of cool things to say i thought he fucking nailed it 100%. i thought he was incredible said all the the belts are, are just uh, like covering up their soft midsections he said that they're gonna work on his car and like he's just got all this shit and he's just laying it down i thought he was awesome yep so he's the best talker in WWE. Yeah, I mean, hands down, the guy's incredible. Absolutely, one of the best. I, I mean, I would love to see him go up against like Kevin Owens or Balor or something like that. I just want to see him talk all the time. Yep. I don't know. He's, uh, he's so much fun. He's so good. Uh, Baron Corbin video, Vaude Villains heel promo video that we saw last week. <coughs> Bull Dempsey against the returning Alex Riley. What do you think? I, I wrote uh, cool. No one cares. What? How could you say, Brian? How could you say that to me and not say it to my face? I would say it to his face. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But he's got really long, ugly-looking hair, and uh, it's kind of hard to see his eyes. So, ah, so Dad's mad. <coughs> uh, Riley looks like Dark Riley or Nega Riley. He just—it's like hair. He looks so silly. Yep. Uh, this was a squash match, and he wins with like a leg lariat or something. Yeah, it was weird. I didn't, I didn't like that finish. I didn't like him. <clears throat> yep, he's not that fun. No. Um, there was a little quick uh, vignette thing or video of Elias Sampson. I wrote Drifter promo, and I, for the life of me, could not remember his name. I just wrote Drifter. <laughs> I could not remember the name Elias Sampson. I Drifter. What the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck? And they said like, "Oh, Elias Sampson coming up next." And I went, "Oh, right." There you go. Uh, Alex Riley promo next. Mm-hmm. I really liked his promo. I yep. thought this promo was really good. It actually uh, made se- made his appearance make sense. Yeah, and and I I heard I heard for weeks about Sami Zayn coming back. I know what uh, what Apollo Crews ate for breakfast three days ago, but I'm sending emails to the office and nobody's talking about my return. Don't want to break it to you, man. I think there might be a reason nobody was talking about your return. That's all. Yeah. That's all. That's I'm all. just look. I don't want to be mean. I'm just saying. 
Sorry. We, we've seen people turn around at NXT. We've seen Tyson Kidd get revitalized at NXT. Uh, it's possible. It's totally <laughs> you know what? Possible. If they put him in a program, it might work. Yeah. I, it could. It, I don't want to count anything out. That's mm-hmm. it. Elias Simpson against John Skyler. It's a squash, and he wins with uh, Shake, Rattle, and Roll, the Honky Tonk Man's finisher, the neckbreaker. So... That's what he is. He is the neckbreaker. Yeah, it, I like that he did it fast. I guess. Yeah, it looked good. I thought he looked. Uh, I thought he looked all right in this match. Uh, Elias Samson. I've... Nothing about his character wrestling matches his character outside of wrestling. The only people in the crowd who like him are women. Um, you can hear the uh, pitch change when he takes his shirt off. Yeah, from uh, men booing to women cheering. <laughs> uh, I guess. Uh, I guess the the drifter keeps wandering his way back to full sail. <laughs> How's he do it? Uh, Hype Bros promo. Uh, Mojo Riley watches uh, Zack Ryder sleep. Funniest I've ever seen these two. <laughs> there, there you have it. Which isn't saying a lot because it wasn't that funny. It was. It was just kind of like oh, that was that was better. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Samoa Joe video, there you go, and then Balor Cruz's little video package, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm excited about that match, I think yeah. that'll be good. Yeah, that's gonna be a good one. Corbin, Joe, and Sami Zayn in the number one contender match, they do a lot of spots, they end up on the outside, Sami Zayn dives, uh, Sami Zayn eats deep six by Baron Corbin, and uh, Samoa Joe breaks it up. It's a drop toe hold to Zayn onto Corbin, and then uh, Joe does a uh, senton, I thought that was really cool. Yeah. Muscle buster to Sami Zayn in the corner, gets broken up. Uh, Baron Corbin goes to fight him, but then uh, Sami Zayn fights back and hits Corbin with Blue Thunder, the Blue Thunder Bomb. Kokita Clutch on the outside by uh, by Joe to Sami Zayn, and then Joe goes in to finish the fight, and then he eats End of Days. Oh my god. Oh fuck, Baron I Corbin's know. gonna win. Except Sami Zayn comes in and breaks it up. That I didn't like that. I At first I didn't like it because I didn't appreciate the fact that he was just <laughs> choked out. But then I thought that the way that Zayn sold his, like, not being able to know where he was <coughs> made it... I, I still don't agree that it was I don't like that, it. that close together. I don't, think, I don't think anything you're going to say is going to convince me otherwise. Oh, I don't think I'm going to convince you, but I think that it, it made it look like he wasn't even aware of what he was doing. He just knew he had to do... Like, his instinct knew he had to do something so that he wasn't out of this match. It was a big spot on the outside, and he just... 30 seconds, he got right back up. Yeah. I I didn't like it just the way just like the way I did not like it on Raw with with Roman Reigns. I thought both of these spots were like, okay, so this is devastating or it's not devastating because we have to pick one, mm-hmm. and uh, we can't treat it like it's a lot bigger. I don't know. the The only difference I would say is that Roman Reigns looked a hundred percent okay after getting a huge spot on the outside. Sami Zayn still looked like he had no idea what was. I going guess, on. but this match kept going, and he hits a corner exploder on Baron Corbin, hits a haluva kick, like, I like I. I get it. Mm-hmm. Like, oh yeah, he looked he looked like dazed and he wasn't sure what was going on, whatever. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't like that if he's going to come in and break it up, then we can't treat it like as big as it was treated. Yeah. Because it was treated like devastating. Mm-hmm. And then he just, 30 seconds later, he got right back up. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I don't, it doesn't make sense to me. It has to be one way or the other because when you treat it one way and then act the other, yeah. it doesn't, it doesn't hold weight. Yeah. So we can't treat it like it's that big anymore. Mm. Because Joe kept doing it to Balor to lead up to like their match and everything. And it was treated like it was this big devastating move. Right. Knocked Balor out like twice. Right. And it was like, oh, you have to, Balor has to be careful of this move. He did to Zane on the outside, let him go. And it's not like he held it for any shorter than he did on Balor. Right. <clears throat> and then Zane was just right back in and like, oh, I broke it up. It's like, eh. Yeah. I just, again, if I'm going to nitpick, I guess. Yeah. I, I just. If I don't like something like that on Raw, 
I'm not going to like it on NXT. It's just, it's one of those things where it's like, ah, that spot just didn't work for me. I agree. Just didn't work for me, I guess. I, I, other people, maybe. Uh, I didn't think NXT worked on a whole this week, um, mm. but that's just me. <clears throat> so there's a corner exploder to Baron Corbin. Uh, Zane hits the Haluva kick. Uh, Joe pulls Zane off in the cover. Zane fights back, goes back in, locks the sharpshooter in on Baron Corbin, and then Joe comes in and locks in the crossface while Baron Corbin is still on the sharpshooter. Corbin taps out. There's a screwy finish that took too long to call. Um, so everyone just kind of like lost momentum. Uh, Regal comes out and he talks to like the ref. Sammy Zayn is going like, I had him in the sharpshooter and he tapped. What do you want? And then uh, Samoa Joe was saying, well, I mean, he wasn't tapping until I put him in the crossface and that's when he tapped. Mm-hmm. Because they both have good arguments. I, I get it. Yeah. Baron Corbin, gone. Out <laughs> of the conversation. Totally gone. I get it. They're building to a one-on-one match to for number one contendership. I get it. Yeah. Makes sense to me. Yeah. I understand it. Um, uh, but like Regal came down he's like I have to watch the tape why why do you have to watch the fucking tape yeah make a decision yeah but I guess it's cool that they're not ending a episode with a definitive answer or something like that that makes you want to watch the next one which is the only thing I would say that I liked about that uh-huh. otherwise I think for the way it was executed <coughs> was just kind of clunky uh, yeah it was it was really clunky and I like NXT doesn't do this often mm-hmm. as much as like i mean smackdown always ends with a finish like this oh really where I, smackdown always ends with like a well it's a disqualification mm-hmm. oh everyone got counted out like it's that kind of thing mm-hmm. you know raw ends like that most of the time too nxt is typically definitive it, like i don't want to give them too much shit for like yeah the one, one you know you know like one screwy finish i just felt like this was exceptionally weird yeah it was just it was so far in one direction that it was I don't know. Yeah, I feel like um, if you wanted to have this be a little bit more legitimate, you want to have Corbin sitting there going, well, I mean, of course I would tap two people have the, you know. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Which one, which one hurt more? I don't, I don't, I don't know. They both hurt. What do yeah. you want? Yeah, like at this <clears throat> point, it's like, I'm, uh, which I thought was a good way to have him tap and not look bad. Yeah. But I also feel like, I, I remember seeing something similar to this. Didn't Daniel Bryan get caught up in something like this once? Probably. Like, he was, he had somebody in... Oh, um, no, it was him, CM Punk. He locked him in, like, the LaBelle lock, and CM Punk, like, rolled him over for, like, a pin. Mm-hmm. And the ref counted the pin as, like, CM Punk was tapping or something mm-hmm. like that. And it was, like, you know, screwy shit. Or there was something last year with, like, Big Show tapping to, like, a submission and, like... Two people had the submission on him as well. It was like Probably. John Cena and Daniel Bryan or something like that. There you I go. remember it was some dumb screwy shit like yep, that. Yep. But it's There you go. If not- we're gonna dissect the shit out of an NXT finish, I guess that's the one to do. Yeah. Because all the other ones are definitive. Yep. I mean, at least I got us talking about it. I just didn't really like NXT on a whole this week. Yeah, I think uh NXT suffers from having too much time between special events, mm-hmm. but I also feel like that allows them to figure out what works going into the yep. special event. Mm-hmm. So that's that's fine. Yep. As as long as you're watching like the last three weeks before the event, you're fine. Yep. There you go. Uh, hey, Brian, let's talk about Lucha Underground. Yes, please. Lucha Underground is back. Yes, it is. Here's the problem that I did. I watched this before NXT. Maybe that's why I didn't like NXT this week. Mm. Uh, Vampiro's in a psych ward. And um, the uh, psychologist is saying, hey, Vampiro, are you going to not, are you going to be okay? And Vampiro's like, yeah. He's like, okay. I have this medication. Are you going to take the medication? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Are you going to stay away from the people and the places that made you go crazy? And then he goes crazy and he bites people and he fights people, but it's all in his mind. And then he goes, yeah. 
And then the the psychologist just goes, okay. And then he's, and that's it. Wow. And the psychologist is like, oh, you know what? You're free to go. <laughs> to be fair, the psychologist's name was Dr. Richard Johnson. So <laughs> His name is Dick Johnson. And you know that that's on purpose. Because it's, it's because it's comic books and it's stupid. Uh, so then the, <laughs> the psychologist is like, okay, you're free to go. Do you have someone who can pick you up? Cut to Matt Stryker in the middle of the desert, who apparently has driven a car there and then covered it with a sheet. <laughs> that fucking killed me! It'd be fine if he was just standing near a car you didn't get to see it. Yeah! He's standing near a car that's covered in a sheet. In the middle of the desert. You drove it there, and then you put a sheet on it? I guess it's all black, but then the sheet's all black. I don't know. I thought that was so funny. It was dumb. Um... And then they pull the sheet away, and then uh, they're like, yeah, let's, do, do we gotta go to the to the temple? And the Master Raker goes, yeah, but now it's dark. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I love Lucha Underground. I just thought this was so goofy. It was really goofy. I thought it was so goofy. But you know what? I heard, do I still have a job? Yeah, we got invitations to come <laughs> back, but it is very dark but it has been rebooted and it is exceptionally gritty now hey brian it didn't it was not darker Uh it wasn't grittier it was lucha underground again and that's all i wanted yep Uh, it just it was such a funny beginning yep it had i was laughing so hard i was i was really i thought it was really funny but i love that they just went for it oh fuck yeah that they took it seriously the entire time and didn't like nudge nudge wink wink none of the acting was like bad or anything like that it was just it i just found it to be like there were moments where i just went yep it it was silly like like matt striker driving the car instead of vampiro (laughs) i was like well wait hold on Well, he just got out of the psych facility. He's on the, all these antipsychotics. He can't drive a car. Did he throw the pills? I forget. I, he looked at him. I feel like he probably threw them. Okay. But I don't remember. I don't know why he wouldn't just keep them and take a bunch of them. Yeah. Snort them. Let's record. get crazy. Yeah. yeah hell yeah. Let's get loco. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, we uh, cut to Katrina and Phoenix. Katrina's now in charge. Hell yeah. Where's Dario Quito? We no. find out at the end. But uh, Katrina's in charge of the, uh, of the temple. She's yeah. the proprietor. Love it. Interesting. She makes a match with Phoenix mm-hmm. against Cuerno. I'm excited. Me too. Uh, it's for the Gift of the Gods Championship. If you're not familiar, the Gift of the Gods Championship was introduced near the end of last season of Lucha Underground. It's essentially like Money in the Bank, mm-hmm. where you can cash in. It's a number one contenders match at any time. But you have to defend it. Yep. You have to defend it. And then once it's cashed in, I think it's gone for the season until... The seven people who have the seven medallions wrestle for it again at Ultima Lucha yeah. at the end of the season. Yep. And then a new gift of the gods, uh, like number one contender is crowned. Mm-hmm. Love it. So it's Phoenix against King Cuerno for the gift of the gods championship, which is such a cool looking belt. It's yes. in like seven pieces. Oh, it looks so sick. I, I love that belt. The crowd is so excited to be here. Mm-hmm. This match is fucking awesome. It feels so good to be back in Lucha Underground doing Lucha shit and seeing all these cool moves. I, I mean, I missed King Cuerno. I missed Phoenix. I missed Katrina. I missed Muertes. I missed everybody everything. and everything about this show. Every single thing about I, this I, show. I forgot how much I missed it until I sat here and I was like, oh, fuck. Oh, it's going to so good. Everyone's so excited. I'm mm-hmm. so happy. The crowd was so hot for it. <clears throat> uh, big Lucha sequence to open this match. And then a spiked DDT from the apron. I thought that was really cool. Uh, leaping to the inside. 
<coughs> excuse me. There's dives and springboards all over the place. Phoenix hits lethal injection, which is the handspring into the ropes, uh, to the handspring back into the, uh, the cutter. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Springboard corkscrew dive to the outside. And then a, a big corner running kibashi kick, uh, by Phoenix. And it's just, fuck. I, I mean, I, I forgot how hard it is to take notes. Yes. On these, ma- I'm just like, I'm writing, but like, I don't want to look away because yep. like there's no replays and everything's just, oh my God. If any of this sounds interesting to you, please, 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 please watch Lucha Underground. Uh, it just got confirmed for season three. I just saw, yeah, we, uh, we just, we just saw that today, just announced season yep. three is definitely coming out. Yep. No waiting at the end of this season to nope. figure out if it's going to be there or not. Oh God, that was the worst. Um, oh man. Lethal injection to a dragon sleeper by Phoenix. And then there's a surfboard dragon sleeper by King Cuerno. Fuck, that was awesome. Then he launches Phoenix face first into the corner. There's a top rope double stomp by, uh, Phoenix. Then King Cuerno hits Thrill of the Hunt, uh, which is the, uh, what, what is it? A fireman's carry to a Michinoku driver. Yep. <clears throat> and there's a kick out. Like, we, I think the only person we've ever seen kick out of it's like Puma or something. Yeah, something like, like that. It, it's like, oh, fuck, nobody kicks out of this. Super kick, springboard, <clears throat> excuse me, springboard 450 splash is missed by Phoenix. Then Cuerno picks Phoenix up for the thrill of the hunt again. Mm-hmm. And then thinks better of it. So he has him on his shoulders for a thrill of the hunt, mm-hmm. like a fireman's carry. And then sort of like maneuvers him into a tombstone pile driver position. And then splits his legs into a package position. Yeah. And hits a package tombstone pile driver. That's sick. I mean, he held him there and just, I love the way he stopped for a second. He like packaged him and the crowd was like, oh, what the fuck? What the fuck? And he just had his arm. He just stood like chest out, chin up, arms just ready. And he's like, I'm gonna fucking kill this guy. Dropped him. Loved it. The package spike pile driver, like, oh fuck. It looked so good. Yep. It was like, oh fuck. That move was awesome. One, two, three, new gift of the gods champion. Phoenix was done. I Damn. mean, if he would have kicked out of that move, I would have been pissed. Yeah. That move looked sick. That that match was so much fun. That match of the week. That was so match uh, of the week. And the entire time, I fucking love this. Just sitting on a throne. Milmuertes fucking temple. Milmuertes now has a spot in the temple. That it, it there used to be two entrance ramps Mm -hmm. one was through the crowd for like the good guys and then one was like through a tunnel for the bad guys Mm -hmm. the tunnel i think is gone and now it's been replaced with just steps and a throne and mil muertes sits at a throne and just watches yep that's the coolest fucking thing he just stoically sits he's the champion he's the king of this place yep and he just fucking watches he just watches until he needs to come down so sick i he's like my favorite thing right now he's like scar in the lion king fucking what a monster so cool god i i want a mil muertes mask so bad no yeah right that'd be sick that mask is so cool we gotta be able to find that somewhere yeah uh awesome Awesome. So, new gift of the gods champion in King Cuerno, who absolutely deserves it. Love, oh, yeah. love King Cuerno. Love yep. him. Uh, Ivelisse, Havoc, and Angelico, uh, they want their titles back. Uh, Katrina says, like, I'm gonna put you all in a match. And they're like, no. <laughs> we want our trios title. Yeah. We, we know what you're doing. And she yeah. went, well, the winner of your match 
gets a title shot against Mil Muertes tonight. And they all go, okay, okay. we're in for this. Yeah, why not? <laughs> I love that. Mm-hmm. It was just like, no, we're not going to fight each other. It's for the title. Oh, hell yeah. We are absolutely going to fight each yep. other. Yep. We, we all know what we're here for. Yep. Uh, really like it. Really, really like it. Mm-hmm. So it's Ivelisse against Havoc against Angelico. Uh, before this match gets started, uh, Katrina and Cuerno are shown backstage in the locker room. And Cuerno is dressed in his uh, out-of-ring attire. Which I love. Which is, like, jeans, cowboy shirt, mm-hmm. tucked in, yep, cowboy hat, mm-hmm. mask still on. Of course. And then, in really good English, mm-hmm. she's like, oh, we still have a deal? He's like, yeah, you, you and Mil Muertes don't have anything to worry about. Okay. Holy shit. I mean... What, what <laughs> is the arrangement there? I don't, I don't know, but I love it. Yep. But now... But he has to still defend it. Right. So she must have faith in him to defend this thing... Who's going to take it, and then who's going to get the title shot? That's yeah. going to be really cool. Yeah. <clears throat> what a great way to build a story arc. Yep. So again, this is Ivelisse against Havoc against Angelico uh, for the number one contendership. Uh, they, who, the winner of this has a match against Mil Muertes after this. Mm-hmm. Big pin sequence to begin. This is awesome. It's, it's fun. Mm-hmm. It's great. It's fast-paced. The crowd is so into it. I'm so into it. I like. It is so great. Yep. It's a blast. I, I barely wrote anything about this match because I was watching it and I just, like, I kept getting so into it yep. that I just, <laughs> I kept forgetting to write anything down. Uh, Havoc dives on the outside to both. Uh, Ivelisse crotches Havoc and then hits a La Mahisto cradle on Angelico and gets the win. Uh, I don't want you to think I glossed over this match. What Brian just said is exactly how I feel. I, I wrote a note. I forgot how hard it is to write notes and watch this at the same time because yep. everything is happening. Yep. I really like that Ivelisse won this match. Oh, me too. I really like it. And, yep. and there was, uh, I've seen criticism online about like, oh, intergender stuff, you know, it's kind of old. doesn't really work, whatever. I, I I will make the argument otherwise here in just a second, as soon as we get through all the rest of this. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Asian girl from season one. Yes. Is uh, shown. There are three fucking white dorks going, where to fight club bat. We want to go to the fight club, and we want to go to the fight club, and we love violence. We heard about a temple. We heard that there was the fight club, and we want to go to the fight club, and do you know where it is? Oh, you wouldn't know. You're just a girl. So fucking, these lame white dorks, please die. And they do. And they do. Um, Thank you. So she kidnaps these three white dorks, and it takes them somewhere. Mm-hmm. <coughs> we will see later. Now it is Mil Muertes against Ivelisse. The Disciples of Death come in and destroy Angelico and Havoc mm-hmm. before the match starts. Check them out. Loved. Really liked mm-hmm. a lot. Um, you know, you you think Angelico and Havoc are going to be like, oh, they're going to get involved and they're going to help Ivelisse. Immediately, I mean... Not a factor. The, the goons come in, mm-hmm. three on two, beat the shit out of these guys and just carry them to the back. It's awesome. Mil Muertes doesn't need help here. It's mm-hmm. Mil Muertes against Ivelisse. This is an awesome, and here's where people are going, oh, intergender stuff, whatever, it doesn't work. You know, I, I, I heard other stuff, people are people online are talking like, oh, you think that the match with uh, Havoc and Mil Muertes wouldn't have been better, or in Helico and Mil Muertes wouldn't have been better? They, they would have been better structural matches. Mm-hmm. They would have been more back and forth. We saw Mil Muertes versus Son of Havoc last year. Yeah. It was really good. Yeah. Here's the problem. The point of this match isn't to put on the most intense main event where you have the craziest wrestling. Mm -mm. You had your crazy wrestling match. I get that every match wants to top the last match, whatever. That's not the point of this match. Mm -mm. The point of this match, 100%, 
This is the first time, if you're watching only season two and you know nothing of these characters, this is the first time you're seeing Mil Muertes wrestle. You've watched him in a throne watching these guys. You know he's evil. His look, his demeanor, everything about him, the, the announcers are putting him over as evil. Who's the first person he wrestles? A woman. A woman. Who's like a quarter his size. A small woman who's scrappy and fighting and she earned her shot. Yeah. And he beats the shit out of her. Mm-hmm. Not in a way where it's like, oh, you know, he's just playing with her and all this stuff. No, she makes, she has her hope spots. And there are spots where you're like, oh, you're rooting for her and everything. And that's the thing. She's the ultimate underdog in the situation. And he's this giant dude who's just pure evil. Yeah. Everything about it is to get heat on this guy as a big evil monster. Absolutely. Everything about this match is set up. So Mil Muertes comes out looking like the worst bad guy you have ever seen in wrestling. Mm Mm-hmm. He's a dominant champion. He's huge. His moveset's crazy. Jesus. Almost nothing phases him, and he's beating up a woman. Yep. In the main event, and a woman who's already wrestled one match. Yep. She's an underdog, 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 underdog. And Mil Muertes comes in and is just throwing her around. Absolutely. I love this match. This booking was awesome. Mil Muertes... Is just she's he's hitting her with knees. Anytime she starts getting offense in, he either no sells it or he'll catch her with like a knee and then you know beat her up for a while. Yeah. But then she'll come in and like, oh, a sleeper. Oh, like a hurricane. Like, you know, little spots here and there, like these little hope spots where you go, like, oh fuck. She hits a tornado DDT on him. Oh fuck. Yeah. He's not a monster that never, ever, ever goes down. He'll give you shine. Yeah. But he's gonna beat the shit out of you. Yeah, don't make a mistake. Do not make a mistake. Mm-hmm. I loved it. Uh, Katrina comes in, and she starts yelling at Ivelisse. So, again, now it's two-on-one. Absolutely. Ivelisse, again, the underdog. Mil Muertes accidentally spears Katrina off uh, a sidestep from Ivelisse. There's a schoolboy and a, a near fall that the whole crowd bought. Hook, line, and sinker. <laughs> I almost bought it. I mean, it was crazy. Mil Muertes is done fucking around. Flatliner, fuck you. You're done. Done. Just beats her. One-handed cover. He's a dominant champion. He just beat a woman. Perfect. Loved it. Perfect. He's an ultimate heel. Post-match, he goes for another flatliner. He gets... Prince Puma comes in out of nowhere. Super kick, drags Ivelisse, carries her out. He's... Mil Muertes is fucking pissed. Yep. He's furious. Yelling at him, fucking stomping around. He's this big monster. Oh, fuck pentagons here he's uh, did not see this coming from anywhere i was like oh yeah it makes sense that puma's here he lost the title whatever he's got like a fucking problem with him makes total sense Uh looked great here pentagon came out and i went oh fuck he jumps mil muertes hits him with the with the backcracker the backstabber and then breaks his fucking arm the way he was doing to people last year did not fucking expect that you have a champion with a broken arm now Mm -hmm. what the fuck what crazy the fuck it was so like i mean the show topped itself and topped itself and topped itself and you're like that was a great ending and then pentagon comes out i thought this is the first episode and i thought the crowd was gonna have a heart attack i fucking lost it that i mean it he did his his zero miedo the the no fear mm-hmm. fuck yeah and the whole crowd nuts popped for fuck it. it broke him broke his arm 
crazy. And so now, what what do you do with Mil Muertes? I cannot wait to see where this show keeps going. Love it. So tonight, tonight, uh, the second episode of Lucha oh, Underground. I'm so excited. Fuck yeah, on the El Rey Network. So you can watch that and then back to back with Red versus Blue, I think. <laughs> it's on there too. It is. You could there you go. So it's something else to watch. You could yeah. <laughs> check out our Red versus Blue podcast where we review Red versus Blue. Yeah. I love Griff. Uh I church. Go ahead. Church. I love church. Church. Skeezits. <laughs> I forgot about Skeezits. Skeezits is my favorite. Oh, Skeezits is my favorite one. That's true. Oh, it's me, Skeezits. Uh so uh it all ends and then boom post credit sequence like marvel shit the asian girl and, and the three dorks find dario cueto who who is dressed to the nines because he's the coolest motherfucker mm-hmm. he is like he's the promoter he's the fucking consummate professional he's got the key he's all in black guys like slick yep everything about him says don't trust me fucking love it it's great he so the asian girl is there with the three white dorks and they go yeah we love violence yeah but what she doing here she's a girl punch kick punch 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 and then the other guy goes yeah we love violence let us in and so 20, dario Quinto goes, goes all right 20 bucks all right so dario Quinto makes a cool 60 <laughs> brian for 60 dollars, he has three people murdered he could have said 50. He could have said 100. 20 buckaroos. What the fuck? I don't know. He walks away with 60 extra dollars. He didn't have I think that's so... It's 60 fucking dollars. It's so goddamn funny to mm-hmm. me. Hey, guys. Six, all right, 60 bucks. And then he unlocks the the big fucking door or whatever. Mm-hmm. Let's the three white dorks in. And the white dork goes, who's fighting tonight? And then he goes... You are. And then closes the door and you just hear Dario Cueto's brother or whatever, whatever. Yep. I don't remember what his name was. Hefe? No, I don't remember what it was. I thought it was... Mm, I don't remember. Sorry. Somebody will say it. Some, hopefully said. somebody says it in the chat. Uh, closes the door and you just hear Dario Cueto's brother kill people. Yeah. Just murder. Legit murder. Just they're done, so. Mat- oh, Matanza. Matanza. What that's is like, it? Yeah, that's a cool name. Is it Matanza? That's sick. I forgot about that. That's a cool name. Starts with an M. Matanza. That's a great, that's a really cool name for a character. Yeah. Fuck yeah. That's a scary name. Uh, Maybe we'll actually see him this year. <laughs> hey, if we don't, that's fine. Yep. There you go. There's so much that I'm so excited. We still haven't seen Sexy Star. We haven't seen Mar- Marty the Moth. We haven't seen like a lot of characters. Yeah. Johnny Mundo. No. Uh, Tejano. I mean, we haven't seen like a lot of people. Um, and there so, are a lot of new people too. Mm-hmm. So, uh, uh, the Mac and, and a bunch of other people. So now we wait and see cage. So excited. Uh, and that's Lucha Underground. Brian, what'd you think? So happy it's back. It's so happy it's back to break up this monotony. I, I love it because I thought maybe I was looking upon it with a fond eye and just really missing it. And like, oh no, no, yep. not at all. It was a hundred percent delivering on the way it was before. Yep. I hope it comes to Blu-ray. I heard that it might be coming to iTunes. But um, I hope it comes to Blu-ray because I want to own a physical copy of it. Yeah, like really bad. Yeah, um, so, I'd buy that. Yep. I'd absolutely buy that and watch it. Yep, all over again. Oh yeah, Joey Ryan's in the season. Yep. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Joey Ryan. Yep. Uh, you know who's wrestled Joey Ryan? Our friend uh, Rob. Oh Matt, yeah. One half of uh, Beauty and the Beast. 
the current uh, tag team champions at Freelance uh, Wrestling. Hell yeah. In Chicago, Illinois. Right on. So Beauty and the Beast. He's a, he's a fucking beast. Yep. Rob Matter and Steve Fierce. There you, you go. Gotta, be careful. Let's check them out. If you guys don't know uh, Freelance Wrestling, you should definitely check it out. Go to their YouTube. Uh, I'll give them free fucking plug. Who gives a shit? Nobody listens to this anyway. Uh, <laughs> uh, I think that they're like the next coolest brand to PWG. Huh. They they present themselves in a very, like, it, it strikes me as like a very West Coast, like, cool mm-hmm. thing, but it's in Chicago, so definitely check out Freelance Wrestling, and uh, happy birthday to our friend Rob. Happy birthday, Rob. Happy birthday. There you go. Um, a day late. Yeah, day, yeah. It's Wednesday. There we go. Uh, Brian, yeah. how about, um, how about Raw? Yeah, how about it? Let's do it. Oh, Rey Mysterio's on Lucha Underground this yes. season, too. Yes. That's going to be cool. I'm really excited about that because it's not like he's... He's not a bad wrestler. No. He's older. Older luchadors aren't bad. No. Nope. They're just older. They're That's just it. they're just like a little more round. Mm-mm. There you go. I mean, they're... they're I, I met Rey Mysterio last year. Does not look like he's not capable of doing what he used to do. Mm-hmm. And it's... His it's, knees are messed up, but they've been messed up for a really long time. Yeah. And he was he's still able to do shit. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, Raw. It's like a thorn in my eye. Uh, is. Lester and Heyman come out and cut a promo. And, um, it, uh, oh, we actually had Skippy Sigmatic in the chat says, I was at Raw. At least it was fun in person, I guess. You know what? It wasn't a bad show. No. I thought it was pretty middle of the road. I, I didn't think it was great. I didn't think it was bad. It was just kind of like, okay. No, I definitely didn't hate this it felt It Raw. felt like it was very three weeks out from a pay-per-view. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Um, Lester and Heyman come out and cut a promo. Heyman's talking about how he's going to, uh, Lesnar's going to F5 Roman Reigns and F5 Dean Ambrose, stack them together, and pin both of them at the same time. Dean Ambrose comes down, interrupts, just gets in Lesnar's face, cuts a promo. I'm not scared of you. You Take me to Suplex City. I don't care. Yeah. What are you going to do? I'm not, I'm not crazy. Not stupid. Yeah. I'm not scared of you. Yeah. I love it. He cuts the promo, turns his back on Lesnar, and leaves. Loved it. Fucking awesome. I Dean could, Ambrose looked great. Could not believe they gave him such a baby face shot. Holy shit. And no Roman Reigns. No Roman and Reigns. no authority. None. That, I thought that was great. That to me was the part that made it so good. Yep. I, I expected like, oh, Dean Ambrose is going to leave. And then, oh, all of a sudden going into commercial. Everything everything about Raw showed that Dean Ambrose should be where Roman Reigns is. I don't know. And hey, maybe, that's all it felt. Maybe he is. He's not. Don't I know. don't do this to yourself. I know. Hey, don't I know. do not do this to yourself. You and everyone else who's like, well, maybe Dean Ambrose. Do not. Do not. Don't do. Don't. Please don't. You know better. I do you know, know better. better. You know. You all know better. Yeah. Don't pretend like Roman Reigns isn't still the guy. Just because Dean Ambrose looked cool on Raw, don't pretend. Don't don't trick yourself. Oh, I I know. Don't do not. That's all I'm saying. I just, it makes more sense. Look, I thought it doesn't matter. It does not, nothing about what's happened in the last nine months has made any fucking sense. <laughs> do not, do not do it to yourself. You know better. Yep. You know. Yeah. Sadly. Kalisto against Rusev. Alberto Del Rio is on commentary. Uh, he says that he got cocky once and that's why he lost the first time. And then he got cocky twice and that's why he lost the second time. I don't even know what to tell you. Uh, head scissors over the top to Rusev. Uh, then there's a dive that, where Kalisto just eats a super kick off a dive. Tornado DDT on Rusev. Kalisto uh, hits a rally with a springboard, but gets caught and then slammed super hard. Kalisto d- dives from the top rope to the outside on Rusev, but gets caught. He reverses on Rusev. Drop kicks him to the uh, steel steps. 
Rusev gets knocked around, head scissors on the outside, and Kalisto wins by countout. Anything? I thought this match was actually kind of uh, entertaining for the title. Uh, I think Rusev is grossly misused in the WWE. I don't think he's misused. I think they just don't. I think they kind of don't know where he fits because he's a foreign guy. And I think they have a very rigid thing about like the foreign guy fits here. And so they don't really break that mold. But I think he could be a main event guy. But I don't have a problem with him in like the US title picture. But I, I, you know, right now... Where he fits is in this League of Nations thing. Yeah. And where he fits is like, you know, a he, a serviceable heel in the middle of the card. Yeah. That's all. I, I have no problem with his spot because I, I feel like at any point he can be elevated. Yeah. Uh, and, and he's enjoyable to watch at any given point. That, and he sells for the people he's against. Uh, 100%. Uh, Reigns Ambrose is Stephanie backstage cutting a promo. And uh, she says something like, oh, yeah. Well, you're gonna, you guys are going to get beat by Brock Lesnar, Reigns, and your sidekick Ambrose. And Ambrose goes, well, if anything, he's, I mean, he's my sidekick. Yep. I thought that was great. That was Again, really he looked cool as shit on this show. Unfortunately, he's not the guy. Nope. Don't trick yourself. Don't fool yourself. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Just don't. It's, don't do it. It's, it's you not going to happen. You know better. 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 Don't say we told you so. Oh, man. But I told you so. Yep. Um, a lot of sass. A lot of sass. Mm-hmm. Uh. Nikki neck update, and then Brie comes out and cuts a promo. Uh, Nikki got neck surgery because her uh, her neck's all bulging disc and fucked up. Nikki uh, Brie cuts a promo about Nikki's getting better and she's watching WWE Network. Charlotte cuts in and cuts uh, comes in and cuts an awesome heel promo. Yes, I love that she's like, oh, Nikki was the longest reigning Divas champion of all time, and I guess now I'm the one that beat her and I'll break that record. Awesome heel heat. I uh, thought that was great. And all the while, <laughs> Flair in the background. Yep. Oh, Flair looks S- great. So good. Uso, the Usos against uh, Curtis Axel and Adam Rose. There's a backbreaker and a knee drop and a super kick and a splash. I don't really care. Uh, Miz TV with AJ Styles. The Miz hogs the mic the whole time and cuts the best heel promo. Like, awesome heel work. Oh, this rookie redneck. Yep. This Oh, you finally made it to WWE. Let me be your mentor. All this stuff. And he just talks down to AJ. He's yelling at the crowd. AJ eventually just... The crowd's so hot for AJ Styles, too. AJ's gimmick is that he's the best. And they're playing into just that gimmick. Yeah. This guy's great. This guy's great. This guy's great. This guy's great. Everything about him. I love it. He's phenomenal. Yep. Uh, he he jumps the Miz and the Miz runs away. And now on SmackDown, it's going to be the Miz against AJ Styles. I will watch that match. I will not watch SmackDown. Nope. Brie versus Charlotte. Brie does the Daniel Bryan kicks. Uh, Charlotte does the skull fuck. And Ric Flair's on the apron. He kicks at Alicia Fox. Which I thought was so funny. And then Brie wins with a roll-up. Anything? I... I just weird that Charlotte gets pinned. Mm, yeah, did not like this match in, in terms of like building to anything. Yeah, uh, Brie is not in the title picture in the slightest. Neither is Foxy. So why are these two people? I don't know. Facing off total divas. I guess I'm not really sure. I guess so. Char- um, Charlotte's got to be on there. She's got the look of everything the WWE likes for a women's yep. wrestler. Uh, Rowan against Big Show. Choke slam. And then post match, uh, Big Show. Faces off with Braun Strowman, and then it's just three on one. And for uh, about half an hour, they beat the shit out of the Big Show. That's basically it. It it was it for was about boring. half for, for a very long time. They beat up Big Show. I yeah. mean, for like an exceptional amount of time. Yeah, for the amount of time where you could have just given it to any other match, and you would have gone, yeah, okay, yeah. I, it just it was weird, right? It was. I <clears throat> I did not like that nope. segment. Uh, Titus against Tyler Breeze. 
Uh, Breeze gets a little insert promo. He gets a bit of an entrance, and you're like, oh, maybe. Yeah. Maybe Breeze. Oh, no, he's going to get squashed. Oh, wait, he gets some offense in. Starts working the leg. Works, the, works uh, the leg real good. Walks in a single leg crab, and then he eats a clothesline and clash with Titus. And then Michael Cole says, uh, Titus O'Neil is fun to watch. Great, thank you. Great tag team guy. Don't really want to watch him as a singles wrestler at all. I don't I don't understand the booking. Nope. It was dumb. Yep. Uh, Heyman and Lesnar are backstage. Triple H comes in. It's the only time we've seen Poochie all night. Uh, it's the only time we see Poochie all night. Which is fine by it's me. It's interesting. He comes in. I think it's pre-taped. Definitely. Oh, absolutely. Um, uh, Triple H tells Heyman to leave. And then he cuts a promo with, uh, Paul Hay- or with uh, Brock Lesnar. And he says, oh, it looks like uh, Dean Ambrose. Uh, he got right in your face. He didn't even do anything. Suplex City getting a little weak. And Brock Lesnar just goes, guess we'll find out at WrestleMania. Oh, fuck. Oh, Jesus Christ. Which then brought up the question of why the hell are the other two guys even in the match at Fastlane? Why would you put, if you're Stephanie McMahon, why would you put the possibility of Brock Lesnar against your husband? Brock Lesnar's going to kill somebody. Yeah. I don't know. It just doesn't make any sense to me. Ziggler versus Owens. Uh, Owens tosses Ziggler into a barricade. Ziggler goes chest first into a turnbuckle. A lot of heat on Ziggler. He's just getting beat down. He eventually hits an apron super kick on Kevin Owens, who goes to the outside. And then Ziggler hits a uh, Famouser on the outside. I thought that was interesting. That looked really good. Uh, this is like all their other matches, which is seven minutes of nothing, three minutes in ear falls. Absolutely. Uh, Tree of Woe cannonball by Kevin Owens. And then he goes for the pop-up powerbomb. Ziggler goes up and over and hits a zigzag. And wins. For I think first time ever in their in like their like little mini feud. Which I was very surprised by. I really could not believe that Kevin Owens lost here. But you know what? I think all they're trying to do is prolong, like, oh, I guess we'll just put these guys, yeah, these guys can wrestle. Yeah, let's Why just not? have them keep wrestling. Yeah. Wins and losses don't matter. No. They'll have a match at the pay-per-view. Kevin Owens will win, and yeah. that, that'll be, you know, yeah. the next shine. Ziggler's so beat down. I mean, it's, it really sucks, but he, whatever. He needs, like, time off. Like, two, three oh, that's, months. Oh, that's a, that's a good, I think that would be really good for him. Yeah. If, if he's gone for a little bit, and then he comes back, what a cool return he would have. Mm-hmm. If he comes back as a heel, too, I think that would be really great. That'd be really, really good. That'd be really refreshing for him, wouldn't it? I I remember we were watching, um, don't know what, but it showed the uh, the cash-in of uh, Ziggler on Del Rio mm-hmm. for the uh, World Heavyweight so Championship. So excited. In like 2012, 2013. Mm-hmm. And man, like, even watching that now, yep. I was so excited to watch him, like, cash it in. That I remember seeing it at the time, being so excited. And he was a heel. Mm-hmm. And, uh, man, they just need to do something yep. different with him. Yep, that that's it. Uh, if he goes away and comes back and he's a heel, I think that would be really cool and really refreshing for that character. Mm-hmm. They're they're lacking in heels anyway, so why not? Um, Sasha comes out and cuts a promo. She says that she's on her own. Naomi and Tamina come out, and they say, you know what, you're on your own, but we're still with you. Unity. And then Becky Lynch against Sasha. Sasha hits the rope on knees. Becky gets kicked to the outside. Naomi and Tamina are going to beat up Becky, and, so, and Sasha stops them. So when Sasha goes back into the ring, they pull her out. And start beating on her. Yeah. Surprise to no one. Uh, and then Becky makes the save. Okay. Interesting. Weird, especially because Sasha just attacked Becky like yeah. two weeks ago. Yeah. I don't know. Becky keeps like playing a third wheel and it's kind of a bummer. It really is. Jericho's backstage. He cuts a promo saying uh, everyone's going to be watching AJ Styles on Thursday, but he's like he's been thinking about AJ and he's going to take this match very seriously, the match that uh, AJ Styles has against The Miz on, on SmackDown. Okay. Be interesting. Our truth and Gold Dust are in a bathroom. Gold Dust is not wearing uh, shoes, and he has shit on his foot. And uh, they want to be a tag team. So I, hey Brian, 
Can I ask you a question? Uh-huh. Why? Uh, I don't know. We're what gonna... What happens after they become a tag team? Uh, they they'll win the championship. <laughs> you couldn't even say the word championship no, normal because uh, because all <clears> I can <throat> think is remember when he did this with Booker T. Yep, there you go. They were tag team champions for a minute. Yeah. Uh, New Day against Ambrose and Reigns. New Day comes out and cuts a promo. Shouts out to Fan Fiction and mm-hmm. Reigns. Uh, shouts out also to the kid in the front row in the Bullet Club shirt who's yeah, doing yeah. like the hip swivel. And Kofi says, uh, we respect you, but we're going to beat you up to the kid, which I thought was funny. Uh, Great heel. Yep. Heyman comes out and does commentary. Uh, Ambrose and Reigns come out. The, there's a little bit of heat on them at the beginning of the match. And then uh, the New Day rolls out, takes a timeout. There's an apron splash by Big E, except Roman Reigns rolls out of the way, and Big E just goes chest first into the apron, and then hits the ground so hard on the outside, he's going to die. I thought he was, like, totally... I thought he broke a rib. Yep. At least one. Yep. Uh, Ambrose dives on the outside, and then he flexes and looks like a meth addict. (laughs) Woods hits a drop kick behind the ref's back on uh, Roman Reigns. There's the unicorn stampede. Heat on Ambrose to a hot tag to Reigns, then a hot tag to Ambrose. It was weird. Uh, Reigns gets belly to belly by Big E on the outside onto a onto the announce table. It takes him forever to do this, but then they hit the spot. Mm-hmm. Boom! Throw him on the announce table, and then they're getting heat on Dean Ambrose, and they're going to beat him. Except Roman Reigns, just thirty seconds after getting belly to bellied on the announce table, just runs in, and yeah. he just no sell. Yeah, yeah, he's fine. Fresh, fresh, like no problem, no fatigue, just totally fresh. Yep, that was that was my biggest problem. With super, that part. super weird. Um. And then Dean Ambrose hits Dirty Deeds, and that's the end of the match. Post-match, Bro- I mean, immediately, Brock Lesnar comes out. He just waits. New Day attacks Ambrose and Reigns from behind. Lesnar goes in. F5's Ambrose. Something happens to Roman Reigns on the outside, and he's just down. Yeah. And then um, that's it. And that's Raw. Yeah. Uh, how'd you feel about this? Uh, I thought Raw was <laughs> mediocre, but not as bad as it had been. Uh-huh. Um, I'm excited to see... Um, I think really the U.S. title is the only thing that I'm really excited about right yep. now. Mm-hmm. I like the I like the blood feud that they're starting to build between Kalisto and Del Rio. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to do a good job of putting over Kalisto. Yep. Uh, kind of bums me out that the IC title isn't like doing anything. Yep. But I do. But appreciate... but he's but he's involved in a bigger thing mm-hmm. and it makes him bigger. So and it I'm... gives the title some exactly. prestige. So exactly. I'm I'm fine with that trade off. Yep. There you go. Hey, let's get to a couple emails while we have time. Uh, from Jess P. Titles Bull Dempsey. I think that the thing that's getting Bull over with his few fans is that he's Bailey for overweight men in their 30s. Ouch. Hmm. Personally, I kind of like the guy. He comes off as a friendly powerhouse in training, and I'm disappointed he's not hitting the right notes uh, to the rest of the crowd. By the way, thanks for getting me back into wrestling. Jess, thank you very much. That's a cool email. That's thank a you. different it's a different take than we usually have. Oh, so yeah. I appreciate that. If you want to email us, go home show at mega64.com. We read every email. It's just a matter of seeing if we have um time to say it. Yep, exactly. Shane F. Canada questions. Hey, I figured you've been asking a lot of questions about Canada's measurements and stuff, and it's time to give you the inside scoop. When it's city when you say when you say a location, it's city, province, really. Do you need to say Canada? For example, Calgary, Alberta, or Toronto, Ontario. Makes sense. Right. San Diego, California. New York, New York. Why not? Yeah. Uh, everything is metric, except when you say your weight. Dick sizes is measured in inches. Good. Now we know. Now we know. If you have any more questions, feel free. If you guys have any more Canada questions, like we can email Shane F. We'll let him know. Thanks, Shane. Ooh, Twitter for business. Good email. Yeah. Uh, love, love getting that every Monday. <clears throat> Bill, lovable Bill. Intergender Wrestling. Hey guys, since season two of Lucha Underground has started, 
A lot of wrestling podcasts have been talking about Mil Muertes' Ivalice match and how uncomfortable they were watching it. They get so uptight about the concept of intergender wrestling and talk bad about it. The stance me and my wife have on it is that there are plenty of wrestlers in Lucha Libre that are not much taller than Ivalice and would suffer the same fate she did in the ring. So why do people crap on a woman fighting him when they would be perfectly accepting of someone like Aerostar or Rey Mysterio doing it? The both of us are always down for intergender wrestling because there's a great dynamic there and there are always plenty of women that can rock it. For example, you can look at Kimberly being the Chikara champion. Yeah, she's the Chikara Grand Champion, and that's very cool. Oh, really? Yep. That's Just curious cool. about what your stance on this stuff is uh, since it's coming up again. Thanks for the great content. As always, lovable Bill. Lovable Bill. P.S. Mil Muertes Bone Throne is amazing. Fuck yeah, Bone yeah, Throne. Is. We talked about intergender wrestling, but um, I thought that it was like totally right in this situation. Absolutely. And I, I honestly have no problem with intergender wrestling. Never I think the matches are pretty much always good, so yeah. I have no problem with it. Last email, and then we gotta go. From Will G. Raw crowd. Not even six minutes into Raw and the crowd is already tired. Thanks, Will. <laughs> That's it. There you have we it. We did it, guys. Uh, episode 94 of the Go Home Show. It's in the books. If you guys want to get a hold of us, you can, as always, on Twitter at Go Home Show. Go Home Show at Mega64.com is the email address. TheGoHomeShow.tumblr.com. Uh, you can find us on YouTube if you want to watch the video version of this podcast. YouTube.com slash Eric Bedore. Uh, you can leave us a five-star rating and let us know how uh, how much you hate this podcast on iTunes. Just be like, uh, these guys suck. Bone thrown, bone thrown, bone thrown. Five stars. Uh, and did I miss anything? YouTube. Oh, watch us always uh, Tuesday, 745. Twitch.tv slash Mega64podcast. And uh, I think that's it. Brian. Yeah. Do you have any uh, final foreboding thoughts for these fine-feathered folks before we flutter and fly our way out of here. What are you talking about? Flutter and fly. Yeah, like we're gonna like we're ending the show. Like Do you have anything? Yeah. Like like going back to our nest? No, not well, I mean not our nest. Oh, like go home? <laughs>